0: Good morning to you and good morning to your listeners,
1: Prof. Let's start with President Jacob Zuma saying that uh, these communists who are calling, um, you know, for essentially disunity in the alliance are not real communists. Is that something that could further uh, imperil the relations between the various uh, parties in the alliance?
0: I do think that it will infuriate the communists because they were hoping that there would be a reach out, that they would meet and reflect. From this point onwards, it may make them even more determined to consistently attack him and also doing it so close to the vote in parliament. You might have a scenario where the ANC members who are communists in parliament may just decide not to vote or abstain.
1: But if SACP members uh, who are in Parliament decide to support the motion, where would that leave uh, the alliance and the relationship again between the SACP and the ANC?
0: For as long as these attacks are quite consistent, because in the last six months you've seen these attacks on SACP leaders, even during the crisis and immemorial, And that in itself, I don't think has gone down well with the SACP, nor has it gone down well with some of the affiliates of COSATU. So in this case, it will make life very difficult to maintain the relationship. It may just push the SACP off the cliff in terms of saying it's going to stand alone for the voting in 2019. Whether they bring their votes to discuss with the ANC, it's another matter. But uh, currently, I don't think President Zuma is providing the leadership of reaching out. He feels aggrieved, he feels bitter, and he feels any opportunities to attack them. And in the same manner, the communists will do the same. And it might make even the cabinet meetings rather unbearable to a point where in the next six months, uh, the issue of uh, cabinet reshuffle might be a possibility if they do not arrest the situation now.
1: But how important is the secret ballot uh, that the, the the Speaker of Parliament actually allows a secret vote? Um If someone were to, for example, one of the MPs uh, would vote differently given a secret ballot um, and differently if it were an open vote, what does that say about them?
0: Well, I do think that uh, there is a dilemma for many, uh, even if some of them have expressed their unhappiness with President Zuma. The issue of a no-confidence does not only affect the president, it leads to the dissolution of the cabinet. And after that, you may have an interesting scenario where the pro-Zuma faction within the ANC may not allow the current deputy president to be the acting president, and uh, you may have a period of paralysis. And it is those unknowns that ANC might actually be fearful of because they realize that at all costs the president and those who are supporting him are unlikely, even after the no-confidence vote, to make life easy for anyone who may ascend into that particular position. Some of them, of course, are also facing all kinds of legal and political allegations from the state capture to the state-owned companies, and they do know that Losing power at this stage might make their situation even worse.
1: So just looking at the various scenarios that could play out, let's say the president loses, hypothetically speaking. Is it possible then for the ANC to bring in new MPs that are in favor of President Jacob Zuma and have him re-elected as president?
0: Not necessarily. Uh, it is not easy to change the whole list of a party because at times you have to consult the provinces that seconded them. You may have long uh, consultations. And to remove other people merely because they voted this or that way is not the easiest thing. It might actually cause a rupture within the party. It is those scenarios and permutations that the ANC is uncomfortable with believing that they would rather wait for the December conference if they recall the president. They would either persuade him if his faction had won or remove him after December.
1: And as for the Speaker, I mean, the Constitutional Court has ruled that the Speaker uh, indeed is empowered, according to parliamentary rules, to allow for a secret ballot. And the indications are from the opposition benches that, should she not allow it, they may want to go back to court. Do they have a basis on which to do that?
0: They do, but it's not as easy as it looks because. The Constitutional Court or any other court may be reluctant after saying the speaker has discretion to come back and say we're putting very strict conditions on that discretion. But of course, if she said no secret ballot and never provide compelling reasons, then the opposition would have a good shot to challenge that because The giving had discretion was not without conditions. It has to be rational and well considered. And the facts should be compelling and taking the national interest into account. More so because when you vote for the president, you vote in secret. That in itself, I think, is a dilemma. And it is these kinds of things where lack of political maturity is leading to judiciary having to make calls on matters which otherwise are political and may lead to judicial errors or judicial fatigue.
1: Well, we're going to leave it there with you this morning. Thank you so much, uh, Professor Fikeni and uh, political analyst. there speaking to us about some of the permutations that